Assalamu alaikum. Guys, I cannot wait to introduce our guest today. It is none other than Safiya Asayag, a phenomenal athlete racing at the highest level. She is the UAE champion, under 23 Arab champion, and she has her eyes firmly set on becoming Arab champion later this year, inshallah. She will also be racing here in Europe, perhaps in the inaugural Tour de France uh, Femme uh, for the women. She talks and goes through her training, her ambitions, her goals, and she talks about inspiring others to get into the sport. Enjoy. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Gap Podcast. I have today with me Sophia. How are you, Sophia? <laughs> First of all, wa alaikum salam. I'm doing well today. Hope you are too. Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, tell us about yourself, your background, how you got into the sport. So I'm Sophia Al-Sayr, a 20-year-old passionate cyclist. Um, I'm a Marathi and um, well, I come from quite a, an athletic family. My father was a football player back in the days and um, my sisters also like to play sports. Um, my mom was, I'd say, a school sports player, which I used to be, but uh, I... In back in 2016, after um, I cycled for a little while, I found out about the start or the how do I say like they re- were re- recreating the recruiting the national team for women. They wanted the new riders, and I was really keen on at, for cycling at the time, and I was going around the neighborhood with my father with mountain bikes that we had just bought and when I heard of that I was so excited I really wanted to join but I had only done sports in school boundaries so my father was worried that I'd end up maybe leaving or leaving my studies behind and pursuing sports as he did and had to go back to um, pursuing his studies later on in his life after his 30s uh, which was hard for him, so he definitely didn't want me to be in the same situation. Uh, but I promised, I already had quite good grades, and I promised to raise them even higher, and that's why I actually did with cycling. It really helped me raise my grades. So he was happy to let me continue on with that. So now you're a world tour professional. Mm-hmm. You went from just riding around the block with your father to world tour while studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's incredible. So. For our listeners who don't know what a world tour cyclist is, can you explain what that is? Well, definitely, it wasn't like a, a that quick of a jump. It was um, about six years racing with national team and local teams here in the UAE. Um, and uh, also, I recently joined Dubai Police. Uh, they say pro team, yeah, um, which have uh, which the team has quite good riders. Uh, so I was able to. That was able to help me, you know, uh, get a better level and better shape. And uh, yeah, I eventually joined um, UAE Team Emirates at World Tour level. And I'm very honored for the opportunity. Uh, so World Tour, uh, a World Tour rider with, is like at the highest uh, level of cycling in the cycling world. Uh, you get to race with um, all the big names. And uh, I'm really looking forward to um, the journey with the team. You're racing Yes, yes, I am. Yes. So that will, of course, raise your level as well, uh, I imagine. Uh, yep, it will eventually do. And it, it really makes me uh, look higher and want to uh, push even more, you know, to be suitable for the team and the bigger names that we have on the team with us. So 
So when we think of cycling, we think of France, Belgium, Holland maybe, Italy, uh, Spain to a certain extent, UK as well. We never think of the UAE. How do you get noticed by a, by a European team? Well, it's been obviously been taken over by a UAE, but it's still an Italian team, if mm-hmm. I'm correct. Um, how do you get noticed? Uh, what are some of your academics? So, as the team is being taken over by uh, the UAE team name, and it's uh, now a UAE-based uh, World Tour team, and the first of its kind here, after the men's team kick off, I think, in, back in 2017, I think it was, um, I got recognized by uh, the CEO of the team, Mauro Giannetti, uh, back in... Uh, in 2018 when I was on a training camp with the Abu Dhabi cycling team that uh, is also quite compatible with the, the UAE team and has uh, similar management and he w- he came for a workshop over there to teach us a bit more a bit more about cycling and his experience as uh, he's raced very um, uh, tough races and at high level uh, he was I think uh, second uh, to the world champion in one year which uh, means he really raced on a high level, and he noticed um, he noticed uh, that I really am passionate for cycling at that camp when he came out on a ride with us, and uh, he has had his eyes on me for quite a while. Uh, he tried to help me get into a continental team at one point, but then with the start of the UAE team, they really wanted uh, especially an ambassador for the UAE, and um, Alhamdulillah, as I'm uh, the top cyclist as an Emirati here, uh, they definitely wanted me to be on the team with Just them. Just to be clear, you're the national road race and time trial champion. And time trial champion, yes. Yeah. And yeah. I also am uh, Arab under 23 time trial champion. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, so, with uh, you joining, would you say being the national champion that gave you the leg up to be the uh, part of the team? Yeah, well, that definitely um, has uh, changed a lot in, like, especially my. It's listed now on my uh, on my papers that I'm national champion. So that definitely gives uh, uh, a boost for them to choose uh, me as the ambassador for the team here in the UAE. And uh, I'm very, very honoured to have the opportunity to be chosen, and it's a big responsibility for me. Absolutely, I was just about to get into that. So you went into the recent uh, National Road Race Championship as defending champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that add pressure, or uh, was that an impetus? Like, right, I've got to get out there and go for it again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you mean for the recent yeah, race I read? Yeah, yeah. uh, last year in that race, it, that was the big Al Salam Championship uh, sponsored by His Highness uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Uh, it's a big race here in the UAE, but uh, it is not the same as the national championships. National championships hopefully will be uh, next month. Um, hopefully no delays with that. Uh, so I'll be defending my title next month, hopefully, in both TT uh, race and the road race. And I hope to keep the names uh, to be suitable as national champion in the World Tour team. So what, what, what means more to you? Is it the... UAE title or is it the Arab Pan Arab title? Um, both mean a lot. I still remember zipping up that first national uh, champion jersey and it was an incredible feeling um, to be uh, my national champion. And uh, I think uh, both of them mean a lot to me. 
like to be um, one of the strongest on the Arab in on the Arab community and countries uh, is a big thing. Uh, also, being number one in my country here um, takes a lot of effort, but I definitely do want to defend that title. So let's go into your team a little bit. UAE Team ADQ. Mm-hmm. It's the first UAE World Tour team. Do you, do, does the team have plans to follow in the footsteps of Pogacar? aim for the top or is it just to make up the numbers for now and start to build for the future? Um, Well both actually. Uh, We are aiming high with um, my team and the management of the team describe our team as a woman's project so we're out there to empower women, Uh, we're united to be stronger and build the community uh, of cycling uh, with the uh, with the ladies out there that are willing to um, to aim for cycling like we're aiming to introduce the sport more to especially the country here to the girls in the country and worldwide. Um, here in the UAE we've uh, seen bigger numbers of uh, girls that cycle nowadays but we still aim for to introduce the sport more to all the Emirati ladies and the residents here and yeah like I said it's a big project to empower women and um, we really are aiming high with it especially also with with the level uh, we have very big names that are aiming for big titles and uh, uh, races uh, but yeah we have both sides we want to lift both sides up so just touching on that for a second uh, you mentioned you want to lift cycling in this country mm-hmm. uh, the, or the team does or both um, but when we look around i've been here for a few days you don't see a single cyclist uh-huh. how does someone pick it up uh, well, um, there are here in the UAE. We normally don't really cycle on the main roads or the roads with cars. We have um, uh, tracks that are made specially for cyclists. So you'd see if you were to visit those um, cycling tracks, you'd be able to see many more women and men cyclists um, to pick up the sport. The the rulers of Dubai, especially, and the whole of the UAE, um, have. Um, have a goal of making Dubai especially a cycling friendly city and uh, they really are aiming high with that with creating more tracks. We have already two tracks, one is 10 kilometers in Nadal Shiba and one is the Al Qadra desert track which lots of people may know worldwidely um, as it's quite fas- fascinating for a track to be in the middle of the desert. Um, so they're aiming to actually connect both those tracks to make a, like a 600 kilometer track for cyclists. Um, so that definitely is going to be interesting to to see in the future. Also on our um, on the shore uh, here in Jumeirah, uh, they've created the first uh, cycling track there. We've had a running track and a walking track, um, like around the palm and all on the shore here in Jumeirah. And they opened it up actually beginning of uh, or the end of last week. So it's, I'm looking forward to actually going and trying it out. So by the by creating the the infrastructure for cyclists, they are willing to uh, attract many more cyclists and make cycling um, one of the main sports here in the UAE as the rulers themselves actually like this sport and they really want to uh, get more people into the sport here in yeah, the I was, UAE. I was wondering why it was cycling, but mm-hmm. you mentioned, I've seen pictures of the ruler on a bike. Yes, the, yes, they really do love the cycling. Yeah. So back to the team, are you closely linked to the men's team? Is it a separate entity? How does it work? Well, we're both under the same management. Uh, the 
The name is Defers actually, uh, just because of the main sponsor. So for us as the women's team, we have ADQ as our main sponsor, and then the men's team have Emirates Airlines as their uh, main sponsor. That's why they're called UAE Team Emirates. Uh, but we're under the same management, the same people, uh, and uh, we aim for the same goals to be number one worldwide. So do you have the same access to the same equipment, same staff, same? Nutrition, um, yeah, I'd say most of the sponsors are the same with very little uh, differences. Um, so mainly, mainly most of the things are the same so uh, with little differences. Does that intimidate you? Does that give you more passion? Does that drive you? Or yeah, well, uh, to to be on the same team as such um, elite and high and yeah champions of uh, uh, the team. Uh, it's really nice to have teammates like that. I still haven't met most of them, but I did get an opportunity to, actually before I joined the team, to meet Pogaccia and have a cycle with him around the track here uh, when they were here on their camp at the beginning of, uh, or the end of last year. And yeah, it was an honor to have a chat with him. He's very down to earth. So that's something uh, uh, I loved while talking about him. Uh, not, not, <laughs> not up with himself as a champion. He's very down to earth. Uh, for, like I was talking to a normal cyclist uh, that I see here in the UAE. And uh, yeah, that definitely um, it intimidates me in a way that I really need to reach the level of all the rest of the big names on the team. But uh, it is a pleasure to have um, both big names on the women's team and on the men's team. So focusing on you, what's your role in the team? Uh, at the moment, uh, I'm trying to um, uh, do both my studies and cycle at the same time. So for the beginning of the season, for this year and next year, if I hopefully extend my contract with them, um, will be... Uh, just uh, I'll be studying and racing here locally in the UAE and internationally maybe with my national team then for this year I have planned out uh, beginning of May to move to Europe may, most probably Italy hopefully uh, and do races uh, with the team over there and hopefully accompany the team through their journey with the all new Tour de France for women this year and all the other big races in the summer uh, which I'm looking forward to to participating and watching. Have you got um, like your season outline, like some races you're targeting via the team or is it still a bit open because you're studying? Still a bit open. So by the time I'm there, uh, before I move to Europe in the summer, uh, probably I will plan out the my season um, for the last couple of months of the season with them. And um, hopefully when I have races scheduled, uh, the public will know. Are there any local races you're targeting? Um, at the moment, uh, I had that local race which I participated in this week, which is the one of the biggest here, uh, under the sponsorship of uh, our ruler of Dubai, uh, which is a big race for us here, and we always. Um, um, it's the Al Salam uh, Championship, and. It, lots of races are under that so for lots of categories we have the amateur emirati for women and men uh, category and then we have the elite category for both women and men which was what i participated in uh, this week um, with very high level and it was a very big competition and uh, yeah i wasn't able to do, to do that well in that race but hopefully um, we'll come <laughs> next year ready for it and uh, then i have Locally, I have national championships next month for the TT and um, a road race. Yep, yeah, both. Um, 
so I try to defend my title there. And then uh, internationally, I have Asian Championships coming up at the end of March and another local race in Ramadan, actually. Here in Ramadan, we have uh, a night race um, for cycling. Um, and also the Crown Prince of Dubai, uh, he creates this uh, Ramadan uh, challenge and championship tournament type of thing with lots of other sports. And one of the two days of that championship are dedicated for cycling for both elite and amateur also categories and it's a race that I always look forward to it's very nice to race it's actually different to race in the evening and to train for that actually you train for it quite differently is it on a track track um no it's actually next to the Nadir Shiba track we have um the El Maidan uh, horse race course and it's in between both of them on the main road um it's uh quite a flat course but uh, I always love to participate in it as it's very different like I said in the in the night in the you race until midnight and it's very different you know when you race in the morning and afternoon and then you move to race in the evening it's a uh, it's quite an interesting race actually so how do you prepare for a night race so obviously you normally have if you know it's at two o'clock usually you race or at 12 o'clock 10 o'clock you have your morning routine. How do you prepare for a night race? So, so in Ramadan, we're f- we as Muslims uh, fast for from sunrise to or just before sunrise to sunset. So the race is um, made to be in the evening. Uh, so you are you have broken your fast, you've had a good meal, and then you're bound to race. And I prepare for that. So we have mostly about every year we have like ten days to prepare for it. So change our routine to the fasting routine, um, try to get as much in uh, at, while I break my fast with nutrients and you know all the hydration and then I go out for a ride after the taraweeh prayers um, and it's I really find it interesting to uh, to ride in the evening under the under the lights and in the dark. Um, yeah it really is interesting and it is a race I always look forward to every year. So is that race only for Muslims or is it? I know it's actually open for all residents yeah. here in the UAE. Do you yeah. find you are at a disadvantage because of fasting and diarrhea? Um, well I don't, definitely I'm at a disadvantage if other people are not fasting throughout the day um, as fasting does uh, contribute to a disadvantage at the end of the day but uh, I don't. I don't see that as an obstacle. Um, I I find it fine as I'm adapted to cycling every night for about ten days, uh, so I find it uh, okay so this, for me. This race aside, do you train in Ramadan as well? Yes, or, yes, okay. I do. Yes, in the evening mostly. So, uh, if I have easy rides, sometimes I may do them just before breaking my fast. Um, if it's not that high of an intensity ride, but uh, if I have longer rides and with intervals and um, high intensity, then I'll do them after after about 9 p.m. You didn't mention doing the Arab uh, nationals, you know. Um, Arab Championships uh, have just passed back in December, so they mostly are at the end of the year. Uh, and hopefully this year um, the UAE will host it here. Oh, okay. So it'll be yeah, local. So you race the UAE nationals as a, uh, as a senior. As? Uh, the Asian Championship, do you go under 23 though? I, so I race that as yeah, under 23. Uh, if Mostly they have, most years they have that category, so 
uh, yeah, hopefully I'll race under 23 this year and the Asian Championships hopefully will be in Tajikistan so I'm looking forward to going to a new country that I haven't visited. Okay and uh, so you're talking about moving to Europe, doing European races, uh, just traveling, what's your, I'd say, what's the culture been for Emirati women to do something like that? Are you the first to do it? Are you breaking barriers or is it something normal for Yes, I definitely am breaking barriers as the first um, Emirati to race in European races. Um, I'm looking forward to the experience and setting uh, myself as maybe a role model to others who would uh, like to continue the journey and continue on um, whether I'm still racing or after I stop racing. Uh, yeah, to continue on the journey and keep uh, uh, representing the UAE nationally and internationally. Your father obviously wanted you to study before getting into riding, mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of this new journey, a new step, new uh, world tour, uh, is, is that something he backs or is it something he's still tentative about? Uh, no, he actually supports me quite a lot. Uh, in, in the last couple of months I have gone through quite a hard time mentally, um, balancing everything. Uh, it's been quite hard, but uh, as a surprise, uh, before I used to maybe um, try my best to continue on and balance everything out and so so he's um, so he approves my journey and my cycling but now he's actually supporting me through that uh, through encouraging me to study um, and to cycle and he's very um, he's very proud of me to reach the world to a level and he really backs me up on that yeah and he recently when I was when I went to Spain for my first training camp with the team to meet everyone, he actually went there with me. Although he did return before, but he did went he did, he did go there with me and uh, to support and to know that I'm safe. And, uh, so, what's the uh, response been both here and in Europe in mm -hmm. terms of first Emirati, obviously making it world tour? Um, what's the general response been from the public? Um, lots of people uh, hold lots of hope in me and are hoping I can reach uh, to things uh, that... So as I'm the first one, nobody has uh, reached to such, uh, such distances before. But I hope to, to, how do I say, like open the doors for people, for them to continue on the journey after me. And yeah, as I said, lots of people do hold hope in me and I feel that it's a big responsibility that I hold over my shoulders. And I hope to be the best to represent that. So your teammates with Marta Bastianelli, we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. former world champion, yes. and she's uh, now a veteran in the sport. She's still winning races. She won about five, ten world tour races last year. Um, what's rubbed off on you from her and your other teammates with, uh, in the few days that you're with them? Um, I saw a lot of determination from them. Um, as it was only a short camp, it was not much of a preparation camp but rather to just to bring the team together and for everyone to know um, the other people on the team uh, but definitely their determination and their hard work has rubbed off on me and showed me that uh, I need to push more I need to uh, go higher with my level and uh, push for more overall fitness and overall level you know for the European level and uh, so did you do any testing uh, yes, we did do uh, a couple of tests and we did the fittings and stuff for the new bikes and all the exciting stuff. What new bike did you get? I got a Kalnago V3 RS, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there really is a beautiful bike. What's your level compared to either your teammates and the European uh, women out there? So, as I'm coming from um, the national level here in the UAE, I may be uh, one of the top here, but still the UAE holds very, um, I'd say, a, a big comparison to, to Europe. Um, that's why I really am looking forward to going to Europe in the, the summer uh, to start uh, training on, you know, the touring there very different to here. Here is mostly flat. I have to go out for long drives if I want to reach the mountains and rock, climb, do climbs and elevation, add that to my ride. So I'm looking forward to actually living um, near roads like that so I can leave my house with a bike and start to training for that to a type of different course of cycling. If, you, if tomorrow you surprise yourself and you win a European race uh, with some of the biggest, biggest names in the sport, would you drop what you're doing here, drop university and continue full time? Or? Um, no, I definitely won't drop university and I will definitely finish it off as uh, uh, university. Um, even though cycling is my big passion now, uh, I'm doing well at it at the moment. Uh, injuries could come into, uh, loss of, say, contract maybe. Um, other stuff, other factors could... Uh, maybe disable me from cycling so you always have to have a backup plan of uh, at least a bachelor bachelor degree you know to support your career in the future and when i say even if i choose to retire i have a backup plan of a future that's really good that you're still grounded and yeah definitely uh, you've got that ingrained in you you still need mm -hmm. education really good well uh, so in terms of uh, your training, you mentioned it briefly, you do, you may mainly go out onto the track, mm -hmm. out in the desert, you go out to the mountains if you drive, do you use Swift at all, is that? Um, I do use it occasionally, um, but I don't prefer it, I really prefer riding on the roads, outdoor. Uh, indoor is quite intimidating to me, I don't like to be just stuck in one area, um, I like to ride out and feel all the factors you feel throughout cycling. So, mm. Is your training prescribed or are you uh, just riding on field? How, how does it work? Yes, I, uh, my training, I am coached by uh, our one of the coaches in our team, our Italian uh, coach, uh, Luca Zenti. And uh, yep, he's guiding me well and um, accommodating my situation with studying and training at the same time. And yeah, it's going well so far. So for a world tour athlete uh, who's still studying, what does training look like? How many times are you out in a week? Um, I ride uh, five to six days a week and I have gym sessions as well on the side. Um, and uh, I wouldn't say as l long rides as my rest of my team do uh, in Europe, but uh, accommodating to my situation with studies and the limited time I have, uh, it's going well with training. And yeah, I look forward to the future training with the team. So how many hours are you talking? Ten? You, you can say you can say between both those uh, numbers uh, depending on the races I prepare for and uh, sometimes maybe even higher um, depending on the races and the what is happening on the week so it differs week to week so uh, you're the first Emirati in the world tour you also are I believe the first and only person who wears a headscarf uh, mm -hmm. in the world tour um, Explain that. Is that something that holds you back? Is that something that drives you? Is that something you don't think about and you just 
you do you or yeah, I don't I don't think about it much as a headscarf is part of me and part of my daily life I don't think much about it though I did realize uh, many people were quite surprised to see when I went to Europe uh, to see like a, a girl that's wearing a headscarf and uh, with a world tour team uh, but I am out there to set uh, say and give new knowledge to the world um, about the Muslims and about the headscarf and all the other stuff around it. And uh, so the reaction, what's the reaction been? Mainly surprise or just, uh, has it been dull or? Well, no, no direct actual reactions, yeah. but uh, I could see like lots of people's faces, like they, they were quite surprised to see and felt a bit like an alien maybe. <laughs> But uh, yeah, nothing to intimidate me, I do me, and yeah, the rest is normal. Uh, so there's two other sisters in the World Talk that joined this year. There's Fatima and there's Alia Mansour from Malaysia who joined the Kenyan Strand team. Uh-huh. Do you think there's now an opportunity for sisters, mainly from Asia and the Middle East, to enter the World Talk team? What, what's different this year compared to Well, uh, as I've heard from my team and I see many um, of the World Tour teams that were only dedicated for men uh, have now the women's team also and many new other teams have arised. Um, So it does look quite bright for the women's peloton um, starting this year and I hope it pushes uh, more teams to introduce new teams of uh, female riders and for the female part or side of cycling to grow even more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, lots of more sponsors and lots of more interest into the women peloton. I like the fact that teams are now looking elsewhere for talent, which is yes. amazing because, as mentioned before, it's, it's mainly a European sport, so it's the fact that someone's come from Malaysia, UAE, uh, Fatima's from Sierra, Lyon, this uh, opens doors and I guess effectively not just inspires other women, it inspires us men as well, which, mm-hmm. is, which is amazing. Um, so. As you've been racing locally, have you seen other talent here in Asia, Middle East, or even in UAE that you think actually in a few years you'll be joining me? Um, there are other people you were racing with who, are, who you think are oh, definitely you've got talent. You 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 can do what I'm doing. Yeah, definitely in the Arab world that I've been racing against uh, for a couple of years, there are a lot of different talents. Uh, that still, I guess, need to be recognized. And I guess the way to get recognized for big teams would be uh, to race internationally in different, say, try to get into tours and uh, to international races um, on a higher level for other teams, maybe to see the talent and scout uh, such riders. And I definitely do push um, riders who see that they do have talent and are showing talent and performance to... um, to try and participate in such uh, races uh, to get recognized. You're obviously going to raise your bar and raise your level. That, in turn, naturally raises the bar of the people around you. So hopefully you are literally breaking down barriers and bringing people up with you, which is fantastic. So uh, in terms of the UK, we don't have anyone uh, that I'm aware of that's semi-pro. There is one sister I know of uh, who's who can potentially make it if she's a junior right now. Uh, what advice do you have someone who might not be listening today, might be listening in five years' time, or they're still 10 years old, who can still make it potentially in five, 10 years' time? What, what, what message do you have to someone in the UK? Well, definitely to believe in your abilities. Um, if you do, 
or not even if you don't have the abilities and want to um, rise higher maybe with cycling maybe with a different passion um, I always root to um, passion over perfection so you might not be great uh, but it might be your passion and if you keep pushing uh, you have the uh, the chance of uh, succeeding one day you know and uh, definitely if it's something that they love uh, definitely to push for it uh, with and aim with it with me passion has the passion for for cycling has opened so many doors for me uh, whether whether um, it is as income or as a passion or getting to know people getting to get a, get around the world and go to new new places um, so passion does thrive uh, a person and takes them very far so I'd, I'd always always encourage um, whether it is a 10 year old a 30 year old a 50 year old if you find interest in something it's never too late to go behind it and uh, push for it and definitely one day you will see your yourself in a place you'd never expected yourself to be like I am today and I'm sure um, my passion is going to take me to many other surprising places in the future so I definitely do recommend push for it and go for it if you really like it uh, Islam aside for a second, uh, you're a woman in a very challenging sport. It's a, you could say in many ways uh, the sport itself is breaking barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what message do you have to other women in the sport? Not just Muslim, just generally. Um, what are you guys trying to achieve and what, what message do you have for them? Um, yeah, as you said, it's a very challenging sport, um, requires lots of determination and um, uh, time to dedicate to it uh, and uh, I definitely see lots of the community growing here in the UAE and lots of uh, more women are pursuing the sport um, regardless of how hard it is and how much time it consumes. So I really do uh, want to see the community grow with the, the sport I'm in uh, today and also for all the other different sports uh, in the UAE especially uh, and uh, and I find if they do find difficulties um, pursuing the sports there are lots of experts out there whether it, even if they're not here physically the experts uh, we have lots of online platforms that uh, can be a really good guidance uh, to um, to raising the bar and getting a better level, better performance, better training. So I definitely advise um, to seek for help. And I'm I'm sure lots of people here in the UAE as women cyclists know my account. So on Instagram, so I'm always here for more advice uh, about all cycle or anything about cycling and Is sports and fitness. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm most um, free. I'm most active on and frequently use. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Hopefully we're going to be following your journey now, Sophia. Uh, in the next few years, there's obviously the Olympics in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be the road race, uh, road race championships in uh, Glasgow next year. I think it's in Australia this year, isn't it? Um, for the road, road race. race. Um, is that world championships uh i'm not sure where it's at but uh, yeah i do aim to actually race in the um world championships hopefully soon so what's your what's if you thought everything went perfectly where where what kind of races are you doing what kind of uh uh, races you're competing in in the next two three four years oh well i definitely by hopefully one of my goals is achieving um uh, the Asian Championships and going for gold there and hopefully by that uh, 
uh, I am able to qualify to the Olympics to race in that. I'd love to uh, honor my country and represent it in the Olympics as the first Emirati to reach there. Uh, after, um, so we did have Yusuf Mirza qualify to the Rio 2016 uh, Olympics, and I really hope to set. Um, as a role model for the rest of the girls to compete higher and uh, we do have quite a lot of good amateur talents uh, which are I'd say quite afraid to raise the bar and go for the national team and the higher teams uh, but I see they have lots of talent so I I always try to push them to Why go higher. What's the, what's the barrier for them? Um, I'm not really sure actually I think they are afraid that they can't compete at a higher level yeah, I see they are quite suitable for the national team and for the yeah national team first of all and to to race on the professional level uh, for them to go professional. I totally advise it, but uh, not many are following. But I hope for more to follow in the future. You you paved the way much more. So with Yusuf, did he race in twenty sixteen? Yes, uh, he. Did he race last year as well? Um, in the Olympics, uh, he did qualify, but he didn't race. Uh, I'm not really sure um, due to what, but he did definitely did qualify as he uh, achieved. Um, he was a gold medalist in uh, the Asian Championships in 2018, I think it was. So he definitely did qualify, but I'm not sure what due to what reasons he didn't race. Uh, but yeah, he's um, set, setting the bar quite high, and I he's quite a guidance to me. He's been supporting me for the past uh, three years, and uh, helping me with um, with all my um, sessions on the bike. And uh, if I ever uh, need anything, he's always there to ask things from and get guidance from. And I'm very appreciative of his support. Um, and he supports me till this day and hopefully uh, I'll get his support inshallah in the future um, so I am very happy to have his support and guidance and uh, I um, aim to achieve uh, at least uh, what he's achieved for the UAE and honoured the UAE um, and much more inshallah okay. uh, Final question uh, this is something I ask all uh, people who come on the podcast if you had uh, a chance to ride with one person who would it be? Oh, anyway. I've already rode with one of the people I wanted to, which is Pogacar, one of the strongest in the world. Um, I'd say there are quite a, a couple of riders which I'd uh, um, like to ride and chat to, um, whether from the male or women's uh, teams. Um, but one of the people um, I'm quite interested in and in the performance uh, is Matthew, Matthew Van Der Poel. Um, okay, yes. uh, I see him quite, uh, he's really high in level, he's good at so many uh, of the different uh, cycling um, races and I look up quite well yeah. to him. So I that, to No, I haven't, so hopefully through my journey with the World Tour team I get the chance to. Yeah. Sophia, it's been a pleasure. Pleasure is mine, thank so you.